to the Uplevel Your Relationships podcast. I'm your hostess, Allison Anderson, MD. This is the place where high-achieving women come to create relationships as extraordinary as their careers. If you're looking to uplevel all of your relationships, including the one with yourself, I've got you. Using evidence-based mindset tools, my training as a life coach, and my own experience as a physician, wife, and mom, I'll teach you everything you need to know to create relationships beyond your wildest dreams. I'm so excited that you're here. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, amazing friends. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Uplevel Your Relationships podcast. I'm really excited because today I have a guest joining us, and you guys know that I love to bring on guests every so often. I just think that there's such a wealth of information out there, and of course, one person being me can't possibly know all the things. So I really enjoy bringing on different coaches and experts in fields that sometimes I really don't know a lot about, and today's guest is an example of that. So joining us today is Melanie Hill. She is a human design expert, guide, coach, 3-5 manifesting generator, which you'll learn a little bit more about during the podcast. And then especially if you have a human design reading later, that'll make more sense. She's also an ADHD rebel and a heart-led business leader. Over the past two years, she's guided some of the biggest game changers in the world to hack their human design in their lives and businesses. Melanie uses her expertise in human design to help her clients shift to seeing themselves with power and love and become absolutely obsessed with themselves. Now, you guys know that I fully believe that our relationships with ourselves are the foundation for our relationships with anybody else. We literally cannot have a relationship with another person that exceeds the quality of our relationship with ourself. And so I really love this work that Melanie is doing because it's all about furthering and deepening your connection with yourself using one of the many tools available to you, which in this case is the topic of human design. Now, I know that a lot of you guys probably haven't even heard about human design, but I really encourage you to listen to this conversation with Melanie and really get a taste of what this is all about. Learning about my own human design has been a game changer for me personally, and it's really explained so many things about myself that I couldn't quite put my finger on or I didn't really understand. And with this tool, I have definitely strengthened my relationship with me. So I hope you guys enjoy this conversation with Melanie. I highly encourage you to check out the information that she shares at the end. It is linked in the show notes of this episode as well, but at the very least, get your free guide to your own human design, get your free graph so that you can start doing a little bit of self-study. And then of course, if you want more than that, Melanie is available for, you know, going in depth with her coaching and her group program. So I hope you guys love this conversation and I will talk to you on next week's episode. Take care. Hey, hi, Melanie. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited for you to join us today because I think that what we are going to talk about on the podcast is something that probably a lot of my listeners aren't really familiar with. And I am really just starting to become familiar with the work that you do. So I'm really excited for you to share with us. And I would love for you to give us just like a little introduction of who you are and what you do. Yeah. So um, thanks for that. And I, I agree, like it's maybe not many people have heard of human design before, right? Um, or maybe you have, and you're like, what is that? That sounds really weird. I totally get that. I was that way at first, honestly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, I am a uh, 
business coach and just a human design guide is what I call myself um, for all kinds of people in the world. And I just really, really love using human design as a tool because to me, I think it really helps us understand ourselves so much more and like, oh, that's why I actually want to show up this way, but I've been kind of trying to make myself be this way. It also is so, so good to understand other people and maybe why they're not showing up the way that you think they should, or like you would expect them to, because we do this thing where we always think people should be like us. (laughs) So I think human design really helps us understand um, that that's just not true in a way that it's just really easy to take, right? And can give you a lot of permission for yourself as well. Um, so yeah, I just, I help people. I mean, bottom line, I love saying it like this. I help people become more obsessed with themselves and just fall in love with themselves. And it's really fun and sexy to do that, you know? And um, it just makes you feel really good to just be yourself. And I think that's what we all really want, right? Yeah. I love that. Becoming more obsessed with ourselves. Mm -hmm. I'm all about that because, you know, so much of my work is about relationships and fundamentally the relationship with oneself is the most important building block for any other relationship. So I love that you, you offer this tool that can really help us kind of go deeper with ourselves, understanding ourselves and those around us, but give us like a little rundown synopsis of what the heck human design (laughs) even (laughs) is. Cause I know that like half the people are probably like never heard of it. No clue what this even is. So tell us kind of what it's all about. Totally. So it's a modality that is just this big synthesis of lots of things put together. It is astrology combined with the Hindu chakras, with the um, Jewish Kabbalah. I mean, there's just so many things put into it, but it's also, um, it's also all about uh, like quantum science and like uh, energy. So many different things are put in this and it's very spiritual. I would say, um, it is very astrology based for a lot of the more specific aspects of it. Um, you could dive into this for years. Like I tell people you can study your graph for a lifetime and still have more to learn about it. Like it's, it's very deep and nuanced. Like you, you can go down so many rabbit holes with it. Um, so that's, I think another reason why, like, what is this even like, what is this? Right. And and then you put in your birth information and you get this thing called a body graph and you're like, okay, what is this? This looks really weird. <laughs> and, and it does. Right. Um, but basically in the day, it really is this amazing way to look at your energy and what specific energy did you have access to inside your body and how are you made to interact with other energy in the world, right? Like it gives you a type and a strategy, which is really cool to see, right? To me, it's kind of like this map. It gives you this really cool map. Like we all wish, right. That we were born with like a user's guide or something (laughs) for our own body, right. Or or our life or something. And to me, it just really can give you that. It gives your brain a way to understand your body. And, you know, sometimes the brain, I think, uh, because of conditioning, I mean, just so many things in the world, the brain can really fight with the body. Right. And once the body wants to control the body in a lot of ways and the body's like, nope, we're not doing that. Right. Like, why can't I like control my energy? How come I, you know, can't make myself do that or that, or I used to what's happening. Right. And I think this really helps your brain understand your body because that's really what we need to do. Right. So much of the time is just like, oh, like just change our mind. Right. About something. And to me, that's just a really fast way to do that. So hopefully that's kind of helpful. Yeah, absolutely. I love that description of helping our brain understand our body because 
I know for me and probably for a lot of people listening and really just like people in our modern society, we are so intellectual. We have these like big brains that can do so much thinking, so much analyzing, so much rationalizing, and they can just convince us of anything. And we've lost so much connection to our body. Mm -hmm. I mean, like- I love that you wrote the word connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The connection to the body, the intuition, even like in just coaching people and asking like, what emotion do you feel? Sometimes Mm -hmm. people are like, I have no idea, myself included, right? We just really lost, we've lost that sort of um, knowing of what's Mm -hmm. even going on for us physically. So I love that you talk about human design as a tool to kind of like integrate those two aspects of our life. I think that's something that a lot of us are really missing. Yeah. And I think that's why I fell in love with it. Cause the first time I saw, you know, my human design and like really had someone help me understand it. I was just like, this is magical. My brain is like really re- like relaxing mm. into this information, you know? Cause like, I feel like sometimes too, we can do all the thought work coaching in the world and still struggle with like, certain circumstances, right. Or certain things that we just really, really wish would change, or we really, you know, just can't get rid of that certain thought about how things should be. And it makes life really hard, right. Especially in relationships or, you know, in your business, like so many things. And, um, to me, it was just like, Oh, like I just, I can just literally let that go. Mm-hmm. And, and it just, it like melted away and it was so magical. And of course, you know, that doesn't last forever. There are still some, you know, like shadow work and stuff you have to do underneath that, but just that immediate relaxing into my body. I'm like, Oh, I've never experienced something like this before Mm. that could really just give my, my brain a language for my body and just help it kind of relax. And like, Oh yeah. I don't have to freak out about this all the time. You know, like just, it's, you know, I, I think people call it like, it gives you the ultimate permission Mm-hmm. You know, permission is something I think that can really relax the brain. Yeah. Just give it like this pass, like, oh, we don't have to like freak out about this anymore. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. I love that. The giving of permission, permission to, you know, be who you are or let certain things go or yeah. tell yourself the truth about certain things. I love that permission giving. I would love to know how you discovered human design. Like, how did you get into this? Yeah. Um, so I'm like, where do I start? So I, you know, probably like a lot of people that come in contact with some kind of tool. It's like, yeah, I heard it through the grapevine, didn't really like go into it. But then I got curious, kind of looked into it. Um, I actually got, I got pretty scared with it. I was like, I was like, oh, like, and I think sometimes too, when we find certain tools that maybe we know will bring us closer to our real truth, right? It can be kind of scary. Um, and I, you know, I work with this a lot with my clients is like, sometimes actually it's really hard to really lean into your design, even though you want to, because you're really scared of like finding out what you really, really want, or like what you really, really desire in your body. That can be really terrifying because like, what if it's not what I have, right? What if it's not, um, what I know my partner wants, what if it's not actually what I'm doing with my life? Like that, all those things can be very, um, I don't know, unsettling. Right. And, and, and terrifying. So I think that was kind of the way it was for me. Um, but then, uh, my main mentor that I've had along the way with human design, um, her name is Ananda Whittier. She's fabulous. Uh, she said this one thing. She was like, 
you have nothing to prove. You have nothing to prove. And she was talking about the open heart center and the human design graph and the mind is open. It's not defined. And it just like pierced through my soul <laughs> on this level. Cause I was so burnt out in my business. Like I had built this coaching business really, really rapidly, which is what I thought I wanted to do. Um, I got to hundred K in 10 months. It was like kind of really wild. And, um, but I was so burnt out and it, I was so like, um, not happy with mm-hmm. um, my life. Uh, and this thing that I absolutely loved, which was coaching, you know, and helping people. And I was like, how did I do this again? And I don't know, it really, I think it just gave me permission to lean in, uh, hearing that, you know, talking about permission again, I was like, oh my God, do I really not have anything to prove? What if that was true? And like my brain exploded and I hired her that day. I was like, I I have to know about this stuff. Like, tell me everything. And I just dove in pretty hard (laughs) at that (laughs) point. Yeah. Um, So that's, it kind of found me, I think at a really good time. As the things do, you know, I just love how like things just come to us. And sometimes with lots of different tools, personal development, mentors, I always sort of have to think really hard. How did I even discover this person or this thing? I have no right. idea. It just appeared in my life when it was the right time. Like, you know, it's just one it's of like those you things. hear, you just hear the right thing and you're like, oh my God, that's it. Like, yeah, yeah that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just really clicks. I love what you say about how it was kind of scary for you at first, because I think that can be so true about any sort of like inner work that we're doing. Yeah. Sometimes it just feels really hard to, you know, find out certain things. And we have a lot of resistance to that. And I always love to teach people who don't really know about coaching and these sorts of modalities. Like this does not always feel like rainbows and butterflies and yeah. it's not just like a warm, fuzzy hug when we're coaching, you know, like I love you and I support you and all of that, but the work can be hard and yeah. yet so worth it. So I love that you describe your initial experience with human design as having a little bit of fear, because I think that's just really normal mm-hmm. and okay for everybody to, you know, accept that as a part of it. Totally. Yeah. I think so many of my clients, it's like the one thing it's like, you have to feel really safe, Mm -hmm. right. To kind of go into any, any kind of inner work for sure. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I would love to know how you, um, sort of use this like with your clients, as far as in your coaching practice, we had a reading yesterday. Melanie was so generous to give me a reading. Oh, it's so fun. You're not kidding when you say you could spend a lifetime yes. studying your graph because my brain is already so like full, you know, just kind of pondering everything that we talked about just over the course of an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us about like, how do you exactly use this in your coaching practice with your clients? Yeah. So, you know, it could start with a reading where, you know, someone just walks you through the basic concepts of your human design, which I think can be one of the best ways to learn about it. Uh, I know some people are definitely self-study and, you know, there's so much information out there about human design. There's podcasts, there's, uh, books, right. There's, um, just Google, right. Uh, Christy Inge has a fabulous blog, by the way. Like, um, she, I always shout her out because she has the most amazing blog about human design. Um, and I can give you her name and her website. Uh, we yeah, can, I can link that for everybody too. it's like, I don't know, her work is so fabulous. And I just always love shouting her out. Um, you know, there's, there's so many ways to find out, but I think too, for some people, it can be super helpful to have that person in front of you. And that's what I really needed. I was like, I need like to have a conversation about this. So my brain can really understand what's happening. And, um, 
So I, you know, that happens a lot with my clients. They get a reading or they, you know, go in and do my quiz and mini course, learn about their strategy. Um, and, you know, I really use this as a tool to help people work with their energy better. And it's really about saving energy. At the end of the day, for me, it's like, we're all really tired. We're all stressed out. We are burnt out. We're like, why are we so unhappy? Right. And we're all hustling to find the thing that will finally let us rest or be happy or have enough money or just right. Like be enough. And I really love using this with my clients being like, look, all you got to do is just start like shifting into what you really want to do, how you really want to do this in the world. Right. Like for you, you know, and me being generator types, we respond. Right. And, and it's so important to know that and know actually what it means and how do you want to be in a responsible world? And can you create space to let things come to you? Can you let it be fun? Right. For generators, like just creating the safety around letting it be fun can be so hard and, and, um, uncomfortable. And yet it's really all you want. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you can do that and live your life that way, all of a sudden you have like almost half your energy back, if not more, Mm -hmm. right. Really quickly. And you're not striving anymore, struggling, and you're not like, uh, burnt out and you can sleep at night and you wake up feeling good and you have energy for the things that you actually love like maybe your kids or your spouse or friends. Right. And, um, the things that bring you joy. And that's, that's, I mean, I think especially too, after the pandemic, like we all really actually realize that's actually where we want to be and not sitting in an office all day, every day or hustling, right. For 60, 80 hours a week. Like Mm -hmm. we all got this, I mean, it was awful. Right. But the break of it, the break of real life was so eye opening. Mm -hmm whether it was relationships or just like, what am I doing with my life at my job? Right. Like we all got this beautiful space to actually like feel our feelings and like be confronted with some things. Right. And so anyway, uh, long story short, it's just really, to me, I love using this tool to help people get more aligned with what am I doing in my life? Is this actually the life I want? Am I living out my value system or am I really just subscribing to the value system I was handed Mm -hmm. and trying to hustle really hard to get there and just so unhappy along the way? Cause it's really actually not what I want. Right. Right. It's what I, it's what I was told I wanted and, and it served me, right. Like I have a, I have a job, I have, you know, kids, I I have these things that I do love and how can I do this my way? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's so true. What you say, especially about the pandemic, it was kind of this big wake up call. And it's it's kind of weird for me to say this because like being in medicine, obviously we were on the front lines of like atrocious, terrible things that we had never seen before. And it was really stressful in some ways. And it was for me, I was in um, a private practice, like shareholder owned anesthesia group where we really had a big hit in our income too. Like that was an added layer. And I know a lot of people had similar things. But I look back on that sort of early pandemic time when we had that break and I look back on it with such fondness Mm. and like almost nostalgia. Like I loved that time. Yeah. I was just alone, like with my kids home, like sitting outside during the day, taking walks, like cooking together, all of that. And it really, I think did give us all this sort of space to reevaluate 
like, what am I doing? And do I even want to do this anymore? (laughs) And for me, you know, that probably is a big part of what inspired me to start my coaching business too. Like, you know, because I thought I see so many women and men, but I primarily work with women. I see so many of us like go through the motions and achieve and do like what our parents thought we should do and what society thinks. And we're doctors and we have all these careers and we have this and that. And so it seems so great on paper yet we're just going through the motions and feeling very unfulfilled by a lot of it. And so I think like all of this work and human design, especially can really like inform us and help us do things more in alignment with Mm -hmm. our own energies and desires. Like you say, totally. So there are, are there five types of human design? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm like, there's five overall types, right? And knowing your overall type, it's kind of like knowing this archetype of your energy, which is so helpful. Kind of like knowing your sun sign and astrology, right? It's like, Oh, I'm a Capricorn. Okay. This means this about me. Now, of course, astrology actually is way more nuanced than just your sun sign, but knowing your overall energy type like that too, can just give you so much amazing information about how you were actually really specifically like kind of, um, wired in a way at birth to, um, use your energy in the world and, Mm -hmm. and how that is. And of course I don't teach any of this, like it's the end all be all information, right. At all. Like we are all such nuanced humans and, you know, you can literally do anything you want with your energy period. And right. I also know that sometimes it's so helpful to have like an archetype to look at and be like, oh yeah, I actually really resonate with those like five things there. Those three, not so much. And, you know, the reason why maybe you don't uh, want those things is because either maybe um, there's another thing in your graph that tells you something different, right? Or maybe you're already aligned in those things, right? Just naturally. Because a lot of us are, right? We, we're like, no, I just know how I am. Like I've done that work. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, I feel like I'm getting on a tangent. <laughs> I love tangents. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, like knowing your energy type and that's what it's called. The five energy types is... Um, it's just so helpful. And then that gives you a strategy. And I hate the word strategy, honestly, like in, in this like kind of businessy uh, career world that I, I work in. Um, right. Cause it's like a little strategy, how, how, right. And it gets you in your head a little bit. And, and we're all so programmed to just think about how, what's the next step and the next step and the next step, right. We're so on autopilot and, um, but the strategy is all about your energy, right. So like for a generator, it's, to respond. And that sometimes you're like, okay, what what does that mean to respond? Um, But really it means like, you can just sit back and like, let all the fun things come to you. And you're an experiential person where you, your body responds to the things that are fun, you know, and that probably sounds nuts to people listening, but, but it's true. It's like how you were made to be in the world. And when I'm talking about the generator strategy, I love to talk about Oprah if you know Oprah and her work at all, and like what she talks about a lot on social and in her, like, um, like I've seen so many of her reels talking about this and like her speeches that she does at like colleges and stuff where she's talking about, like, you need to be lit up. Like we need people in the world doing the thing that they want to do. That's lighting them up. That's like totally like catching them on fire because that's what the world needs, right? Is people that actually are doing things that they want to do for them. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's so true. And that's really what the generator strategy is about. 
is like, you're actually here to be the life of the party and just have fun and be so led by your desire and what's fun for you in the moment. And it's so opposite. I think what we're taught. Yeah. Um, and that's 70% of the world is a generator type, right? There's two types of generators, but but I thought that that was the most common. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, think about how many people out there and the generator type really is the, what I would quote unquote call the worker type because that generator motor inside the, the body graph really is that all day work energy. And they love working at the thing that they love doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so think about there's this whole world out there full of these people working and doing things and how many of them are burning out and not happy or, you know, and, and there's just so much energy, honestly, just being wasted in the world, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And I think that, you know, bringing it back to the pandemic, like that to me, I see generators are probably affected the most, at least impactfully to get that breath. Like they, they were forced space, mm-hmm. right? Like, and, and a generator needs to create that space to let things come to them, to be in response, to have fun, to get that spark. And when we're, you know, we're taught from such a young age, you know, we just push, we make things happen. We just push through, we, um, you know, we just do all the steps they tell us to do. Right. And then we become successful and mm-hmm. it actually works. Right. If you're in that system. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it really did. It was like this huge system reset. Yeah. You know, for people to be like, oh, like now I can like see actually responding to this thing over here is way more fun. And I have way more energy now that I'm doing that. Like, how is that possible? Right. I'm still working. I'm actually probably working more sometimes, but I I have so much more energy. Right. And that's just one type, but Mm -hmm. well, it's it's actually two of the five Mm -hmm. um, because there's pure generators and manifesting generators. So, yeah. So I think, I mean, statistically, it's probably true that most people then obviously are generators Mm -hmm. 70%. So I'm thinking that probably there could even be a higher percentage of people in like really high achieving careers, like in medicine, for example, like me that are generators. Yeah. And I think that so many of us really have that like um, hyper achiever side of like, do the things we're going to yes. action our way into things. I know that was true for me is like, I've spent a lot of my life actioning my way into things. And it doesn't mean that there wasn't desire behind it, but a lot of the desire in hindsight, I realized was just the desire to be validated because of my achievements. Right. Mm -hmm. So I've actioned my way to a lot of things and I've let myself get to a point of feeling a little bit burned out until I started to hear some of this language about human design and sort of the way my energy works. And so it's been really helpful to me to just even know that baseline concept of like, you're a generator, you are here to respond and follow like what lights you up. And that just has really been like a breath of fresh air for me. Just even that one little like tiny piece of information is so helpful. I would love to hear from you on burnout a little bit more since we're talking about that. Like, what would you say that people could be doing in alignment with their human design to sort of minimize burnout? And I know it probably depends on, you know, if you're a generator or one of the other types. It depends on a lot of things, you know, What I think is most impactful to people is their type strategy, what's called the authority in your human design graph, and then the nine centers inside your body graph. Like, what do you have defined? What do you have open? And just because you have it open doesn't mean you don't have access to it all the time, but 
if you're a type that doesn't have any of the motors defined, right, it's going to be really look different looking for you than someone who maybe has a, gen like the sacral center defined, which is that generator motor, right? Or the emotional center defined, which is that big emotional wave you can get on and do lots of things, right? All of a sudden, um, there's, there's four motors in the graph actually. So getting to know those things can be super helpful for understanding maybe why you're burnt out and maybe in which way are you using your energy that's burning you out? Um, yeah, I mean, burnout too, it just has so much to do with like your values. And I talk about values a lot, um, especially on my podcast. And I'm like, I know it's about human design and like, it's not just knowing your human design. It's like really leaning in once you, once you can align with, okay, I'm ready to actually kind of figure out you know, am I pushing or am I receiving, right? How am I using my energy? Am I, um, you know, really, really using my strategy to my benefit or not? I think it's just so important then to, to just go to that extra place and, and be like, okay, what centers do I have defined? And what does that mean for me? And what do I value knowing that information? And, and when I talk about values, it could be like a feeling, right? Like, Ooh, that brings me to like the not self theme and the signature theme, right? Those are also two things that are really important to know about. Um, cause that's, you know, we were talking about yesterday, that's like your emotional compass in life. Right. And it's so helpful to know those things. And those are particular to type. So if you know your type, you'll get that information too. You'll know that, you know, as a generator, the, the not self theme, um, is frustration, right? So that's, you're feeling frustrated in certain areas in your life, that'll really, really help you understand. Okay. Where can I slow down here and just really think about this? Just because you're feeling frustration in that spot doesn't necessarily mean something's gone terribly wrong, but it's like, is that a value of mine? Am I showing up here because I'm trying to prove something or, or I thought maybe it would bring me happiness? Can I let that go? Or can I change something about that? Right. And then knowing your signature theme is the emotional theme that you actually really, truly most want in your life. And knowing that can unlock so many amazing things for you because um, then you have permission to just go for that, right? Like for the generator type, it's satisfaction. And, you know, once you understand that and know what that means for you, it could, it could turn into a word like freedom or, you know, joy, like it can be any flavor of that, but that satisfied feeling you get as you do your work, as you move through the world, as you're in response to life, that's what you're looking for. Right. And that's your tuning fork. That's your compass. That's the thing that can lead you so, so well, and really attune you to your values. Mm -hmm. And once you know your values, whether that's just the feeling of freedom or, you know, making a million dollars a year, or like making sure I have a solid, legit connection with my kids, right? Like it could literally be anything. It doesn't even matter. It's just the thing that really brings you the most that, right? Whatever your signature theme is, whatever that, that thing is you really want. Once you know what that is or the few things or the million things that like, you know, like I'm a mansion, I have like a hundred of them. <laughs> it's just kind of part, part of, uh, being, being a manifesting generator, but, um, once you know what those are, you can put those to the top of the list and it can, life can just be so simple mm. at that point. It can be like, okay, 
How can I evaluate where I am today? Am I using my energy in a way that's bringing me closer to these things? Am I spending the most time, right? If your number one value in life is having a deep connection with your kids, are you spending your most time there, right? Are you really, really putting in what you want to, to get that, right? Mm -hmm. Or are you still spending 60 hours at work, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Doing something that's actually bringing you a lot of frustration in your life, right? Mm -hmm. Like just knowing those things and just giving yourself permission to use that as a tool to help you in life. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's so helpful. Yeah. That insight, it can really just sort of help you realize that, oh, you can take your life to a different place than what it is right now. And it doesn't have to feel so hard. Like we're not yeah. here to just, you know, suffer through <laughs> forever. Exactly. And yeah. To, you know, live these lives of like ease and joy and expansion. And it doesn't mean we don't work hard and accomplish things, but like, it doesn't have to be so difficult. And I love the tools of human design to sort of give us um, just information of like, mm -hmm. how can this be more aligned and therefore a little bit easier for us and not feel so heavy? Yeah. Cause we actually all just really want to enjoy our lives as we live it. <laughs> right. Right. And, and not like yeah. get to one day at like the age 60 or whatever. And then finally get some good years to relax, you know, yeah. it's, like, it's like, why are we putting it off? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know, short. then that brings up worthiness, right? It's like, who am I to have a life full of ease? you know, and joy. And it's like, yeah, we, I think too, we really don't, we're separated from the fact that we're actually all not separated, mm -hmm. right? Like my healing and joy is actually yours. And especially when we're talking about relationships, right. And, and family and work. And I mean, there, there isn't a place we walk into where we don't touch the people around us with our energy and our insights right. And our own joy. And, you know, that's why, you know, speaking of being in the medical field, right. Or being a teacher or anything like having that really want that one good, you know, physician who actually like listened to you and, and you felt seen and loved by, right. And, and the one really good teacher that like, didn't let you slip through the cracks. Right. Like, that matters so much. Yeah. And if you center your own joy and your own fulfillment and your own energy in your life, and you can show up in those places like that, you know, that's the kind of ripple effect that really does change so many things, you know, on a, on a deep, big level. And, yeah. um, I think that's, that's the kind of change we really want right now is, is that right. Like really knowing that like, our, our deep commitment to our own evolvement is what's going to change the world. Mm. I love that you say ripple effect. That's exactly what I was sort of thinking about. You know, sometimes I think that women especially might view working on themselves in some way or doing coaching or just taking care of themselves in a different way or shuffling their priorities. We might view that as selfish. Mm -hmm. Like, why should I be spending this time on myself in this way? But it really is for the benefit of everybody around us because we're interconnected, you know, whether you like it or not, <laughs> even though you could live in your house and never see another soul because of, you know, Instacart and Amazon and all the things like we are interconnected beings and our energy does really influence the people around us. And I think that 
especially, you know, if you have a career where you interact with other people, you have such an opportunity to be the best you and therefore serve people at the highest level. And then in your relationships with your family, like you were saying, I think that you really can create this like vibe in your household or in your partnership or with your children that is contagious in a lot of ways. And I would love for us to go a little bit into relationships because, you know, that's my favorite thing and, and how human design can be so helpful. I guess I'll give a quick example, which we didn't delve into a ton about, um, my husband's human design on our reading, but he is a manifester. Mm -hmm. And for me, even just reading on my own about like, what is my type like, like what, what's up with the generators, what's up with the manifestors and just seeing the differences because, you know, obviously we all think everyone should be like us. <laughs> and so I was like highly confused sometimes when my husband wasn't just like me in the way that he approaches things. And he is a very different type from yeah. me. And it's been so interesting for me to learn stuff about maybe what, what his processes are yeah. and seeing how that imp- impacts our relationship. So tell us a little bit about how human design can help in relationships. Totally. This is like one of my favorite things to do because it's like, it's so good. I I've had so many clients where we read, you know, their kids and uh spouse and, you know, family members and just all the things. And it's just, it's so cool to learn about everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and yourself obviously, but yeah, it's, it's, it's like instant compassion. Right. I, I think compassion is one of those things that's so hard to find for, for people. Right. And I mean, I think the first thing it gives us is a compassion for ourselves. Right. Like, like, Oh, there's nothing wrong with me because I love taking naps every day. Right. Like, honestly, like for a projector or a manifester, like that could be really, really healing to, to understand. <laughs> right. Like you don't have consistent energy, like a generator and most of the world's generators. Right. So like we all kind of have our own little like wounds with all the different types and, and thinking we should be more like them. Right. In a way. Um, and so that, that's the first thing, right. It's like, you have so much more compassion for your energy and how you interact and how you react to things. Right. And then to see how different, you know, someone you love is and be like, Oh, now I can just have instant compassion for that. Right. Like I always thought they were lazy because they wanted to take a nap right in the afternoon, but now I just know, Oh no, they just like need to go do that. And I can let them do that. I can go be lit up over here with this thing. Right. And and I don't even, you didn't even say you needed a nap or anything. That's just the first. <laughs> well, you're that. like spot on. Cause I'm like, yeah. I think I'm taking a nap right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause like, that's the thing for generators with other energy types sometimes too. It's just like, um, why, why like, I'm not a napper. Like some generators are, but like, I think most they're just like, I just don't really like need that, especially not every day. Um, I am definitely not a napper. It's really hard for me, but, um, but yeah, it's like all of a sudden you can just let those things go. Right. And, and you can understand that and, and it's okay to be different. And then there's so much less tension. Right. And, and you understand that their happiness and fulfillment with their energy is, is so important, right. For the relationship for both of y'all, because you actually know down deep, you want them to show up in their best version, just like you want to show up happy, right. To the relationship in full and complete. Um, and so, yeah, it can just really, I think, help us let go of those things. Similarly to how your brain can instantly be like, oh, that's okay. I can stop fighting with that thought. It You can do the same thing with, you know, people in your life. Like, oh yeah, I can just stop fighting with me thinking that mm. they need to be just as enthusiastic about that thing that I am or, mm. um, 
you know, this is, this is why like they get super emotional about that certain thing or, you know, um, this is why they're so spontaneous. And I'm just like, always so like, why, why do you do that? Cause like, I need to slow down. Right. And just understanding those differences. And it's so much faster, like than therapy can be sometimes too. <laughs> not that therapy is not an amazing option for, for relationships. Cause trust me, it is trust yeah. me. But, um, you know, it's, it can just be instant sometimes it doesn't have to be super complicated all the time. And we don't have to like slog through so many hours of things to understand, Oh, you just need that thing. And like, that makes sense. And I don't have to, I don't have to even like um, make it mean something about me. I think that's part of it too. Right. It's like, Oh, now it has nothing to do with me. Like, this is just your energy. Like it like takes you out of it. Right. Which is so helpful in relationships. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. It has nothing to do with me. That's so hard to do when you're in it with somebody because <laughs> everything feels like it's about you. Um, but it really, it really isn't. They were born that way. Right. Yeah. And, um, and then you can even help them just own who they are even more, which is fun. Yeah. yeah. And, and one thing I found for me too, is like, cause my husband, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's not delving into human design right. or anything at any time soon. He's very, he's like very naturally self-aware, which is mm-hmm. like very annoying. Cause I've spent right. you know, bazillions of dollars trying to figure out like what's going on for me with the help of all my coaches, but he's very naturally self-aware, but he's not one to maybe like get a reading of his human design. But one thing I've noticed that's also helpful is that when I become more aware of like what's going on for me and how I'm wired and how I'm designed, I can like then use that to help him help me. You know, for example, he'll be like, I said this to you yesterday. He'll be like, what do you want for dinner? And I'm like, I I have zero idea. Like I don't, that's not a question I can answer. Yeah. It's too open-ended. I'm like, uh, uh, and you know, he's like wanting me to come up with that somehow. And so for me, I can say, Hey, give me a couple options. Like what are the top two choices? Um, and he doesn't have to know anything about human design, but I can understand that I work best if I can pick from like just two choices, if I can see which one, you know, draws me more than the other. And so then I can use that to be like, give me your top options or like even ordering on a menu, which one of these things do you like, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know, like, what are the top two and let's choose from that. And so I can use it even without his participation, which is true of pretty much all the tools that I love to teach on relationships right. is like the person doesn't really have to participate. Exactly. You having the insight and awareness and the tools mm-hmm. can change everything. Yeah. It just helps you know how to advocate for what you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like what 99% of the battle in relationships, right. Is like, it's like, oh yeah, I can just ask really directly for what I need yeah. and, and it's okay to do that. And actually like the other person is probably just desperately wanting to know anyway. Right. right. Yeah. 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 And they're happy to, you know, do those things when you approach it in such a non-dramatic way, just mm-hmm. with like very much from a place of insight about yourself, your partner yeah. is usually happy to do things that work for you in mm-hmm. a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. Totally. So I could talk to you all day about this and right. all the things, <laughs> but I think we're pretty much at the end of our time. So I would love to know, um, what would you recommend for my audience if they want to like dip a toe into the human design waters? Like how do we get started? How can they find you? I'll link all the info in the show notes, but give us the, give us the speech of like, where do we go and what do we do now? Yeah. So 
first of all, you need your birth information. So start that hunt, right? Because um, obviously, you know, your birthday, right? But it's really, really helpful to know your birth time. Um, and so if you don't know that or have access to that, try and get your birth certificate or something. And if you have a good guess, right, maybe your mom remembers, your grandma remembers that like we had just had breakfast right beforehand, right? Or something like that. Um, or, you know, the sun had just set, right? Any of those little details can give you a clue about maybe what hour it was in, right? So helpful um, to know that. And you can go to my website, mountainhillcoaching.com. You can get your free graph with the information, pull it all up, have it all there. And then um, I have a free quiz and mini course to really help you get to know your type and strategy um, off the bat. Um, there's also a free course in there about your nine centers. So, I mean, I just want to make it as easy as possible for you to just dive in and start learning and start changing your life. Right. And, um, so you can totally do all that there. There's lots of good books out there as well. I haven't written any, but Robin Wynn is a great author that I recommend to lots of people. So if you love reading, um, check out her books. She has three really good ones about human design. Um, and yeah, I also have a membership. So if you want to dive deeper and get actual like support, in a community and coaching with me and a place to actually like be like, Hey, what the heck does this mean? Or like, what is that? And like get a real human response. <laughs> right. Um, you can totally join that too. So, um, yeah, just, just really start with your, with your graph, learn your type, learn your strategy, um, and just see how you feel with it all. Uh, yeah. yeah. I highly encourage everyone if nothing more, at least get your graph and mm -hmm. some of the basic info that you mentioned on your website, because even just knowing those like very few details yes. can change so much in how you're viewing yourself and how you show up. So I highly encourage everyone to do that. And I'm so happy to have had you here. Thank you so much for joining thank us, you. Melanie. And thank you for my reading yesterday. You're I really so appreciate you. Yeah. So fun. Thanks for having me. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with Melanie as much as I did, and please make sure to go check her out. The links to everything that she mentioned are in the show notes of this episode. I really love human design as another tool in our toolbox for our own personal development and evolution. I'm all about anything that brings us closer to ourselves and helps us really create that strong, unshakable relationship with self that is the key to any other relationship that we have in our lives. So send me an email, send me a DM, let me know what you thought about this episode, go check out Melanie. And if you're interested in coaching, I have just a couple of spots available right now for three month one-on-one -on -one coaching packages. My schedule is about to explode with a really fun new project that I'm working on. So if you have been thinking about doing some one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, now is the time because I really don't know how much longer the one-on-one -on -one spots will be available. So if one of those spots is yours, hit me up, Allison at AllisonAndersonCoaching.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at Allison Anderson Coaching. I hope you guys have a beautiful week and I will talk to you in next week's episode. Take care.